Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What's up, party people? Ian Hoke is sitting in for Scoot today. If you don't know, now you know. I'm the senior studio producer of Scoot on the Air and the assistant program director and brand manager right here at WWLAMFM.com and always live on the free Odyssey app. Got kind of a curveball this morning. It's all good. There's no reason to be concerned. Scoot hurt himself pushing a group of nuns out of the way of an oncoming bus. He's going to be all right. We expect him back on the air tomorrow. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'll let him tell you. But uh, we got a great show. I got to thank Diane Newman and Jordan Fiegel for helping me kind of pull this together at sort of the last minute. Uh, we're going to talk to Val Cupid from the Lakeview Civic Improvement Association. I, I think that I'm saying that person's name right. We'll find out in just a few moments. Uh, if you live in Lakeview or you live in Old Metairie or you live in parts of Gentilly or Mid-City, uh, you already know there was street flooding uh, last Saturday just the same as there was street flooding, you know, a year ago and 18 months ago and two years ago and three years ago, 10 years ago. Ongoing problem here. Did your home, car, or business flood? I want to hear about it. Were your plans altered or delayed because the streets were flooded? I want to hear about it. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your frustrations, any potential solutions you might have. If you've seen uh, people in your neighborhood uh, acting badly, you know, uh, going fast through through flooded streets and pushing water up onto your yard and such. This is a great space for you to kind of vent. I would love to hear you. Get, get that anger, get that frustrations out. Hopefully that'll, uh, I don't know if that's going to make you whole, <laughs> you know, if your home or car or business flooded, but, um, you know, you can yell at me for a few minutes and we'll send you on your way. And also let me know what message do you want to send to the sewerage and water board and the leaders of our city. Gassan Korban, who's the executive director of the Sewerage and Water Board, and other officials are kind of any minute now. Uh, the meeting was supposed to start at 1. It's unlikely they started right at the top of the hour there. Uh, he's in front of the City Council Utilities Committee this afternoon with a couple other officials from the Sewerage and Water Board. You know, let me just say for a moment, too, I, I hear people say a lot of the time, the Sewage and Water Board. What a pain in the butt they are. It's not the sewage and water board. It's the sewerage and water board. Coleman's on the ones and twos, you know. Yeah, we had a Gasano Newell show not too long ago, and I had to spell check a few things because I was one of those people that said sewage and water. Just saying sewage. So but a bit of Grammarly corrected me. and It's sewerage. Sewerage. I couldn't tell you exactly what the difference is, but it must be important. Um they're testifying in front of the City Council Utilities Committee meeting right now. We'll bring you updates uh, at the top of the hour news and throughout the program to see if there's anything 
interesting there. It I, I suspect it it might be kind of like the the post Saints game press conferences where they just keep yeah well, we're gonna yeah we're gonna fix it. I swear we're gonna fix it next time we're gonna get it right. Just just keep believing us and we will do that. Okay, we put our faith in you, Kassan, and the sewerage and water board. You know I was in there not that long ago. The sewer? The, no, not the sewer. The sewerage and water board, oh, like the main okay. office. Of, what do you? You don't know my life. Oh, the 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 main office over there. On uh, what is it, St. Joseph Street? And you know the the sewerage and water board gets a pretty bad rep, you know, on account of all the flooding and uh, failure of infrastructures. The people that I spoke to were very nice and were very competent, and I hope that that's everybody's experience because I walked in and out of there without too much trouble. Uh, at Tooch, quiet. Uh, I got to turn off my phone for a second. At two twenty, we're going to talk to Louisiana State climatologist Barry Kime. After months of expectation, it is official. The year of our Lord, 2023, will be the hottest year ever recorded. And everyone expects that it's just going to keep getting hotter and hotter uh, until we reach net zero, or as soon as possible, we're able to reach net zero. So without getting kind of into the weeds on whether or not you believe in climate change or not, um, it's coming. So what is life going to be like in Louisiana? You may remember earlier this summer where we had a, I want to say at least a a 30, maybe 40 day stretch where the temperature was 110 degrees or higher. Not even the heat index, like the actual recorded temperature was very close to 110 or above it. And that took a toll. That was taxing on us as a people, as a civilization. That was dangerous for some people. Some people here and across the nation and many people across the world lost their lives because it was so hot and they didn't have what they needed to keep themselves safe and keep themselves cool. So I want to ask Mr. Kime, what is life going to be like in Louisiana if it just keeps getting hotter and hotter and hotter every summer forever? What can the state government do to protect us, to help us protect ourselves, protect our crops, our livestock, our livelihoods. We're often afraid of hurricanes and flooding here. And now it seems like we're going to also have to be afraid of droughts and fires. And many of us are not used to that. So I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Mr. Kime, what's the plan? <laughs> you know, what are we going to do? What can we look forward to in terms of changes that we we may need to make to our lifestyle? We'll get that sorted out. At 3.20, we'll lighten it up a little bit. We'll talk to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is Time Magazine's Person of the Year. What's so special about Taylor that makes her worthy of a spot among previous winners like Elon Musk, who, if you've heard me on the air before, you know somewhat of a nemesis. Elon Musk doesn't care about me. He doesn't know about me. What I have to say about Elon Musk is of no moment to him, but he sucks. I hate him. But he was a he was a previous uh, time person of the year, as was Pope Francis, as was Vladimir Zelensky, as was Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Barack Obama, George H.W. Bush, Dwight Eisenhower, Angela Merkel, many others. And now we got Taylor Swift up in there. I want to know why. So I knew just who to call. We're going to talk to Julia Deloise. Julia, uh, Julia Deloise is the creative director of a, an organization called Raising Hell Events. 
Raising Hell Events is the number one producer of Taylor Swift-related events in the New Orleans area. And Julie is going to tell us all about why she thinks Taylor is worthy of this recognition. And of course, I'll also open the lines and want to hear from you. What do you love about Taylor as a music fan or as a business owner and operator or as a mom and dad? Maybe Taylor's not your thing, but if you got kids, especially a young girl or a teenage girl, it's probably their thing. So that's what's coming up next. There is something I wanted to point out here that kind of caught my eye. This is uh, here at WWL.com. Where did I put this? I've got all these papers over here. Aha. You ready? Uh, this is reading out WWL.com, authored by Courtney P. Yesterday, the recent flood event in the city has prompted the city council to call in sewerage and water board for answers regarding those failed pumps. City councilman Joe Jeruso has a few questions for sewerage and water board reps, starting with what happened to the funds allocated for the catch basin cleanup. Remember that? I think, Coleman, I think we actually have some audio of this moment where uh, Councilman Jeruso is asking about that. Is that right? I believe we do, yeah. Okay, let's take a listen. Go me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! Okay, that's not actually what he said, but uh, he said, the council allocated $10 million last year to clean catch basins. One of the questions I'm going to ask is, were the catch basins in flood-prone areas given top priority? And if not, why not? Hopefully we'll get an update from whatever's happening in council chambers there as the uh, meeting continues. You know, we were talking about Turbine 4, uh, one of the lesser turbines. And I thought it would be interesting just kind of take a deep dive through history. I got to give a hat tip to uh, James Karst on the Twitter machine for uh, sort of compiling some of this for me earlier in the week. Well, not for me, but I observed him doing it. December 14th, 2019, Corbin hosts a press conference, says there was a problem that began today with Turbine 4 having a compressor problem. October 26th, 2020, the Sewerage and Water Board tweets out, Turbine 4 unexpectedly went offline yesterday and is currently undergoing inspection in preparation for repairs. It will not be available for this weather event. Areas that normally flood during heavy rains could take longer to drain, depending on rain intensity and coverage from august 26 2021 the sewerage and water board tweets out turbine four is out of service for repairs we anticipate testing the turbine this saturday august 28th regarding the pump outage at dps 12 please refer to the mash tap blah 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 december 2nd last year 2023 sewerage and water board tweets out update sewerage and water board of new orleans anticipates turbine four will remain out of service until further notice Blah, 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 backup generators, blah, 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 drainage pumping, blah, blah, blah. Here, gentle listener, is a list of things that are younger than Turbine 4, which was manufactured in 1915. Things that are younger than Turbine 4. Social Security. Wow. 1935. Alcoholics Anonymous, also 1935. The Hoover Dam, 1936. The first official World Table Tennis Championships. The first championship was held in 1927. Nylon is younger than Turbine 4. Radar is younger than Turbine 4. Photocopiers are younger than Turbine 4. Helicopters are younger than Turbine 4. Nuclear fission is younger than Turbine 4. Superman, Gone with the Wind, The Hobbit, Batman, the Volkswagen Beetle, the Boeing 307, FM radio is younger 
than Turbine 7. The National Football League. Four. What? Turbine 4, right? Tur- what did I say? 7. I don't care about Turbine 7. I'm ranting about Turbine 4 <laughs> right now. Go. Thank you, Coleman. What about the moon landing? Major League Baseball. You know that's younger than Turbine 4. They could have taken Turbine 4 with them if they wanted. Drop that off on the moon. It'd be better use there than it is here. Anyway. Maybe it just needs a new alternator. <sighs> well, somebody with some elbow grease better get over there and knock that thing around a little bit. If you want to get in on anything we've talked about so far today or anything we're going to talk about later, the number to do so is 504-260-1870. That is, of course, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. I'm going to be reading 100% of your text messages today. I'm going to reply to as many as I can. And I'm going to read the very best ones on the air, so make them count. I'll also remind you, tomorrow we're going to be hosting that Radiothon for Children's Hospital in New Orleans. We are so lucky to have a world-class hospital that provides the best care possible for kids right here in New Orleans. They help so many of our families, our kids, when we meet them the most. We're going to be live from there tomorrow from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Get ready to help us help kids make donations. I'm Ian Oaken for Scoot. I'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jars of Clay, 1995. <laughs> on the Ogunar Jewelers talking text line, I got a couple texts here. I got Val Cupid on the line. Val, I'm going to get to you in just a few seconds here. Here's a text from somebody smarter than me that says, Ian, the difference between sewage and sewerage is that sewage is the waste produced by humans. Sewerage is the system of sewers. The pipes carry sewage for treatment. Okay, that's pretty clear. I might have guessed that. Thank you so much. Here's a text that says, hey, Ian, forgive me if this is a stupid question. Why would there not be a comprehensive and long-term plan to replace each of the turbines with newer, more efficient and reliable equipment? I mean, I'm sure it would be incredibly expensive, but isn't it incredibly expensive to continually repair old equipment, having parts custom manufactured because they are obsolete, etc.? Brothers and sisters, if I had a fast answer to that question, I'd be running for mayor myself. I don't even want that job. Nobody really wants that job, but man. That's the million-dollar question. Why is it so hard? Of course, if, you know, it's easy to understand that it's prohibitively expensive, but th- throw some money at it. Throw some Infrastructure Act money at it. Take out a loan. I don't know. Throw Monopoly money at it. I don't care. Val Cupid is a board member with the Lakeview Civic Improvement Association. Val, thank you so much for uh, making time at the last moment. Nice to speak with you. Welcome in. Oh, thank you, and thank you for inviting us um, onto the radio station of of New Orleans. Um, we get most of our news actually from your radio station, so it's it's great to um, be on this air. 
Um, as I just opened up my sewage and water board bill this morning uh, for two hundred and twenty-five dollars. My heart just sank to my feet. I'm like, really? Don't you think they could have at least waited another week before sending those out? But anyway. Rude. um, Rude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I have a problem here. I know this may sound selfish, but in areas such as Lakeview and certain areas of Lakeview, not all, but certain areas of Lakeview, at least where I live is eight feet below sea level. Shouldn't that take a precedent over an area that is at sea level or above sea level in the city of New Orleans as far as having pumps? And turbines. How many turbines do we have? If four and five is down, what about one, two, three and number six, seven, eight? I mean, what is going on here? We have nuclear power plants. If you don't have power, let's get power. What good is it to have pumps and not have any power to pump? I'm just, I I don't understand, and this is not my expertise at all, but I do understand our last flood was July 8th that I took pictures of. The water's coming out of the drains on that day. It wasn't going down. It was coming out. Now, I do know that there's several neighborhoods surrounding us that are higher than us, and because I guess of the configuration of the sewer system, um, that uh, or the sewage system, as you as you just said, sure. um, it, it's water's coming out of our drains um, instead of going in. Good so God. I'm just I'm a little I'm bewildered here. I, I just passed a car on the way to the bank, um, flooded on Mouton and, and Marshall Foch. Uh, the whole all the glass and in, inside is all um, wet and and you know I get uh, foggy yeah. or whatever. Sure. So and it's parked sideways. So no doubt, um, that's one of the flooded vehicles in the area. I know I, I've had a few neighbors have their cars flooded. We did have this rain event. Uh, I looked at my security cameras. It looks like we had puddling in the street the day before Thursday night. Um, Friday morning we had still the puddling in the street. No light rain. Um, then at about five o'clock we had a, a downpour. Now, that downpour didn't last very long, but all of a sudden there is, um, I'm sorry, my alarm's going off. But, but in that downpour, um, we had, uh, you know, you could tell the street was starting to disappear. It became a uh, general disaster street, and uh, it was from, from sidewalk to sidewalk. Yeah. Um, the, the flood waters started coming up. So and then it stopped and then it rained again and then it stopped but nothing nothing's moving there's not no movement around the the uh drain that's in front of my house no um circulation of of any kind of power so obviously yeah you can't lie about this one um and no the water was not going anywhere so I'm I'm a little bewildered on on how and then I, I did a survey to see how many areas flooded how many areas i mean um how many areas did not flood that yeah. was my question because and when you turn on the tv initially you think oh the whole city's underwater and that's not so um new orleans east did not flood lakewood north um by west brook street did not flood vista park on, on pratt drive did not flood um we had like two or three streets in lakeview that did not flood lake barrington did not flood paris avenue memphis 
um, Fig Street, Moss Street, any place around the around the, uh, fairgrounds did not flood. Um, North Villery at St. Claude did not fl- flood. So there's a lot of people that did not flood at all. Obviously, they are either very high ground or their pumps were working. If you're going to have, you know, I'm not an expert at this, but all I know is that we keep repeatedly have the same thing over and over and over and expect different results. The city has the money. The city has the money. We we voted in all these pay uh, these increases with sewage and water board, thinking that we were doing the right thing. And I'm not talking about recently. I'm talking about in the past, because we realized, you know, that we needed this help, and we are still flooding. So we don't know what the solution is. You, the, we throw money at it. We, the, the former director of Sewage and Water Board just threw his hands up and blamed it on global war, warming. Of course, he's no longer employed by Sewage and Water Board. But, you know, what do we have to do? What do we have to do? Do we have to become an expert, an engineer at at this on an individual level? All of a sudden, you know, I feel like I'm an expert on, on my Sewage and Water Board bills. I'm an expert. Now I've got to in, investigate to see, you know, and then we have investigative reporters throughout the city. They keep telling, you know, you find out that they lie. You know, uh, they're supposed to be here testing water, and they're not. I have to say, Stephanie Hilferty, our state representative for the area, and Councilman Joe Geruso, they are wonderful. They are on top of it. Right. They're lost for what to do. It's a state agency, but it's run by, guess who, the mayor. And mayor appoints everybody on that sewage yeah. and water board board. And I'd hate to say, and I'm, I've never been to a sewage and water board meeting, but, um, you know, everybody can't be that bad, but are they, they have the, the wall being pulled over their eyes? We need help. We need help. And Lakeview residents are sick of it. Do you know how much property taxes Lakeview pays? He went up on us one year before everybody else in the city. We pay more property tax than anybody. And it's ridiculous that our rates keep going up, 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 and we keep getting diminished services. So what's the answer? Value said a mouthful. And I know that you're speaking not just on behalf of the other members of the Lakeview Civic Improvement Association, but the just the rank and file members of that organization, people in your neighborhood and others like it. Uh, these are good questions. These are fair questions. I'm like you. I think it's pretty damn unfair that we are constantly being put in a position where we have to educate ourselves on how to navigate the way that these decisions get made and the way that these organizations get run. I think we would all agree it'd be best if we could just go about our business, run our improvement associations, go to work, raise family, go to church, etc. It is it is unfair that we have to continually force ourselves into the conversation about how to keep our neighborhoods dry and how to keep our neighborhoods safe. We will do that because we have no choice. He should not be a household name. Yeah, exactly. He should not be a household name. We should not even know who he is. Okay? Do your job. Do your job. That's all we ask. Do your job. Let me ask you you this, Val. Um, 
Yes. And I can't speak for the whole uh, Civic Association, you know. Well, sure. Last minute, you know, here I am on the air with you. you I can't imagine there'd be much daylight between what you have to say and what they have to say. I mean, these are very universal frustrations, ma'am. I wanted to ask you, what was communication like for residents in Lakeview? Were they informed about the power issues with Turbine 4, the efforts to bring it back online? Were there any timely alerts or warnings that were issued to you by authorities? No. The only alerts we had um, that I had, and I signed up for weather alerts from the news stations, you know, WWL, WVUE, WDSU, because I I signed up for all of that because I really want to be kept, um, you know, we are are like scared. (laughs) We're scared. Are the walls going to fall on the canals? You know, uh, are we going to flood again? I mean, we are scared. So I'm I'm a scary cat. So I, I sign up for all those. But no, I got no notification about parking on the neutral ground. Like sometimes the sun is shining and, yeah. and there's not a cloud in the sky, and they're telling me it's okay to park on the neutral ground. Um, yeah, no, we did not. <laughs> um, and if, uh, it, it was crazy. But then I, I watched on um, TV. They interviewed um, Mr. Arnold, um, head sure. of Homeland Security. Yes, Colin Arnold. And yeah, I was kind of bewildered by what he said. He said, well, we didn't send it out because we had a parade that day. I mean, Decatur what? Street did not flood, obviously, because they were parading down Decatur Street. So why are they trying to, is it going to hurt tourism because we're flooding? They don't want us to get stuck. Uh, to. They don't want the outside people to realize that we're underwater and maybe they won't come to the parade. Oh, I'm man. not quite sure of why he, he in, injected that um, into I, the conversation. I, I could only but, guess. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to run interference for Colin Arnold here. Competent person, though, I believe no, him to be. No, and maybe but I, I think misunderstood what he said, no, but I, I was not impressed with, with his response. I, I was would, like, okay. I would guess that they don't want to send out a citywide text alert at the beginning of a big event like that because all these preparations are already in place. People are on the way down there. They they don't want uh, they don't want the parade to get ruined. So it's all about well, what's in the message. It's fingers, it's not he's difficult. Fingers at the National Weather Service, he's pointing fingers there, oh, and okay. then. Okay, he's saying that they didn't alert him, and then the guys on (laughs) Kellen saying that, yes, we did alert you about this weather event, and, you know, here we go again, you know. Um, Maybe Mr. Arnold was sleeping when he was alerted, and he did not, um, you know, who did he alert? Where's the alert? Maybe um, the mayor in Dubai got alerted, and she couldn't get out of text (laughs) fast enough. I, I don't know. I don't know. Does the uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, does the Lakeview Civic Association have any sort of formal relationship with the Sewerage and Water Board? Do you guys have like, you know, I don't know, maybe somebody you can call on, on speed dial or somebody you have a direct contact with. So you don't have to, you know, just call the regular yeah, fund facing Russo, number. That's kind of your, he's kind of your go-between. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, no. Um, but we do have... Um, we do have a young lady that's going to be looking into street flooding. She has volunteered um, to be on the Lakeview Civic Committee um, to research this flooding um, events that we keep popping up with. Um, and and she's 
probably going to be the next person you need to talk to because cool. she's going to, you know, get herself uh, acclimated here and, and uh, knowledgeable about all the facts of of the situation. Um, I, I'm even, you know, why aren't they doing the a retention pond in City Park? Why? What happened with that? You know, what 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 became of that? They said they were going to do that. Um, I know they're doing that in Jefferson Parish and certain playgrounds. They have retention ponds. Um, my lot next door to my house acts as a retention pond. I have, you know, I could show you a video. I got at least one foot of water in my lot next door um, as a retention pond. And, and, you know, for some reason, the, the assessor's office wants me to sell it. Because <laughs> they keep going up on my taxes. I'm sure. <laughs> Hey, Val, look, we only got a few moments left here. I know I need to let you go, but you know what I'd love to do, ma'am, is just end on kind of a high note. Um, Does Lakeview have anything exciting coming up for the holiday season, any events or farmer's markets or something that we could talk about? We have holidays on Harrison. Lay it on us. Coming up, I think that's next Wednesday. Um, We would like to call you back and give you the date so you all can announce that. Holidays on how you can go to lakeviewcivic.org mm-hmm. and it would be uh, be there. And that is a great event. Lights on Harrison Avenue. It's kind of like a Harrison Avenue marketplace. Great. In fact, we're going to have it all together this year. We're going to have the holidays on Harrison and the Harrison Avenue marketplace on Harrison all on the same night. So we're very much looking forward to that. And uh, thank you for asking me about that. Cause, yes, oh, <laughs> yeah. I have a board meeting tonight, too. We're going to try to figure out what our next step is with this flooding issue. But um, luckily, not any house that I know of, that I'm aware of, is is flooded in my immediate area. But we, it came close, and we had mm. – some big trucks going up and down the street pushing some water and we wish that they would we appreciate their their continual service like when there's you know two feet of water in the street but just go slow um during these events and yeah so um there is bright side i mean um we're a community we love each other um we're there for each other and the Lakeview Neighborhood um, Group is is terrific. Everybody's here for each other. So we'll get through this. Um, yes, we will. We just need some answers, and we need we need not people to hide behind yeah. the truth. We'll get this figured out come hell or high water. Thank you so much, Val. Good luck at the board meeting tonight, and good luck with the holidays on Harrison. We'll try to come check that out, okay? All right. All right. All right. Have a great evening, ma'am. More details about holiday, uh, holidays on Harrison at lakeviewcivic.org. There she goes. Val Cupid is a board member with the Lakeview Civic Improvement Association. Reaction to what Val said coming up next on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talking Text Line. Shoot me a text right now, 504-260-1870. I got a couple great texts in here answers to the question about why are we still stuck with these century plus old turbines and their attendant technology more about that coming up later i'm ian hoken for scoot i'll be right back stick around Woo! kick by the ocean on the oakland Art jewelers talking text line sal is here today and sal says old is only half of it Sal is, of course, talking about turbine four. old is only half of it the fact that much of it operates on 25 hertz while the rest of the world operates at either 50 or 60 hertz, 
So nobody makes parts. Sal is correct. Uh, Gassan Corban was on with Newell Normand earlier this week, and he said, quote, the technology of the pumps is old and there are no generators in the current market that can produce the necessary power. So put another way. Imagine that. Put this in your mind's eye, gentle listener. The year is 1915. And New Orleans is a very different place. And we have lots and lots of money. And we put in this state-of-the-art turbine, this electricity-generating turbine that specifically is meant to pump this water out. 108 years later, nobody is making parts for that thing anymore. And you can't replace it because there's nothing that's even powerful enough that can move that volume of water anymore. That seems weird to me. That last part, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? We don't have any pumps that can move that volume of water anymore. How did we get all the water out of here after Katrina? How did the, how did the Chinese and the Dutch, how do they move around all that damn water? They must have some pretty kick-ass pumps. Can we get some of their pumps over here? Can we borrow a pump? A turbine, rather? Here's a text that says, I'm not sure if it's possible, but could we as a city collectively stop paying the sewerage and water board and put the money for our bills in escrow until they get their act together? I like this idea. Coleman, you like maybe we should just stop paying the bills. Yeah, I like the idea of not giving out my money, but I know that on a back end, they'll, you know, they'll stick us with whatever water that we use in the meantime. They're like, hey, remember you remember that? the money in escrow? Yeah, you owed us all that money. <laughs> yeah. They'll backlog it. And then if you don't put it in escrow and you just stop paying, then they'll turn off your service. Exactly. But they, if all, you know, quarter million of us, whatever, we all did that at the same time, maybe that would. Uh... Yeah, the smell eventually will people not keeping up with oh, that person hygiene. God. That'll Oof. cause me, yeah, put the water on, please. Yeah, yeah. Buy futures and, uh, you know, those baby wipes. Uh, here's a text that says, question, not from Nolens, is turbine for the pump end or the electrical generation for the pump? Turbine for is the electrical generation. I'm 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 not sure again why 108 years later we're we're still doing it this way. I know they're 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 begging basically the New Orleans Sewerage and Water Board. In that same conversation with Newell, they said only a new power complex can save us. We've been intentional intentional about the new power complex. The project is as imminent as any in solving our issue. Now, I guess I can kind of understand why it might be helpful at times for the pumping system to be independent of like the electricity delivery system that we get from Entergy. You want to probably have that added layer of resilience in there. Otherwise, you may fall victim to what sometimes we've talked about on the show, the paradox of efficiency. The more efficient you make a system, the less resilient it becomes. We see this all the time with um, commercial air travel. The airlines have squeezed every bit of inefficiency out of that system so that they can keep their profit margins high and they can move the maximum amount of passengers. But the problem with that is anytime there's a challenge, a flight gets delayed, there's a computer crash, a pilot doesn't show up, then it creates all these reverberating effects because everything is so tightly bound together. The system's not that resilient. So you can kind of draw a parallel here where you actually don't want, I don't think, and again, I'm not an expert, I'm just radio dude, but I don't think that you want Entergy delivering electricity to those pumps. 
because then, you know, a squirrel or whatever is going to run into the transformer. Next thing you know, you don't have any water. You can't move the water out of the pumps. And that's another component. Uh, New Orleans is a, a very special city, so it makes me wonder how much litter plays a part in how difficult it is to pump water out. You know, oh, you sure. Mardi Gras beads, uh, stuff like that, all the parades where we, uh, we have. I know in certain areas, just leaves from the trees can mm-hmm. cover up drainage, and that causes flooding. So it makes me wonder how much litter has to do with the inefficiency of the pumping. I'm sure it does quite a bit. You know, just I, we talked about this last time I was on the air. November, we got the we got this terrible litter problem, and it's not just you know beer cans and, and fry boxes from McDonald's. It's tires, it's mattresses, it's broken furniture, it's used cars, it's all kind of crap like that. So that's why uh, I think it was also Jeruso that kind of spearheaded this effort some years ago. You know, adopt a catch basin. Y- you, uh, individual homeowner or renter, resident, business owner, you need to take responsibility for cleaning out your catch basin because we do not have the resources or the manpower to do that. So we're going to put that on you. I actually was happy to do that. I, I adopted the catch basin in front of my house and I, I named it. I called it All Your Basin Are Belong to Us, which if you were 14... In the year 2000, you get the reference, right? I caught the reference, yeah. <laughs> well, Bad, st- uh, Japanese to English <laughs> translation of a video game. All your basin are belonged to us. We'll step away here and come back with more of your calls and text messages on the Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line. 504-260-1870. We'll hand it off to Chris Miller with the news at 2 o'clock. Maybe we'll find out what's been going on in that utilities meeting at City Council. And then at 2.20, we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to talk to state climatologist Barry Keim about what Louisiana is supposed to do. When it's the hottest it's ever been, and it's only going to get hotter and hotter. Ian Hoken for Scoot. Stick around. I'll be right back. Jam! WWL wants you to have the ultimate game day experience when the Saints take on Carolina Sunday, December 10th. We got two tickets for you to the Saints-Panthers game, plus a pair of VIP tailgate passes from the Bullseye Events Group. You already know how badass that event is. I've told you all about it. You get uh, all the premium liquor you can drink, all-you-can-eat buffet from celebrity chef Aaron May, and it's all overlooking Champion Square. Winning is so easy. Just go to www.com slash contests. Contests with an S on the end, and enter for your chance to win. The whole thing takes about 45 seconds, y'all. All we need is your email address and I think your birthday, and that's kind of it. And You're automatically entered to win, and you get to go see the Saints beat the Panthers. I didn't say play the Panthers. I said beat the Panthers. You heard it here first. Details at www.com slash contest. Here's Chris Miller with the news. Stick around. BRB. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.